Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Really glad you could join us uh, for this episode because we're going to be looking at a new poll. Uh, This one was done in January of this year, so it's fresh information. It's the Marist poll. The title of it is American Opinions on Abortion. And this is really significant, in my opinion, because the Marist poll has been done almost every single year for a lot of years. And that means that we have a consistent methodology and we have uh, trending that we can see because the same questions for the most part have been asked for many years. And so we definitely see this trending that's developing with this. And so today, what I'd like to do is just take a few minutes, walk through some of the highlights of this poll, just give you my two cents worth on what I'm thinking as I look at this information and really challenge you uh, to look through this at a uh, an even deeper level. In fact, um, we're going to post a link to this up in our blog section of the Love Times 2 website. That's love, the letter X, the number two dot O-R-G. Uh, so after this podcast, um, you want to get more information, we'll provide a link to this actual poll, and that'll be very helpful to you, hopefully, as you take this and look through it yourself and uh, and you know form your opinions uh, based upon what you're seeing with this. Now, I will tell you, you may hear a little bit more paper shuffling than normal because I have this poll uh, just sort of um, printed it out in multiple pages before me. And what, I, what I'm going to do here, I'm just going to actually take um, like, I don't know, five or six pages or like, you know, something like that. And I'm just going to walk through them one at a time and tell you what I'm looking at and tell you what uh, my thoughts are. So the first question here that's uh, posted here as far as their uh, representation of this is uh, the question pro-life or pro-choice. And the question was asked on the issue of abortion, do you consider yourself pro-life or pro-choice? Now, the, uh, the pie chart on here, says everything that you need to know, really, and that is that uh, 61% of respondents identified as pro-choice, 39% identified as pro-life. Now, here's a really key takeaway with this. Since this poll has been done, going back to it looks like 2009, this is the highest percentage of individuals identifying under the term Uh, pro-choice. Now, it was close back in January 2012 when the number identifying as pro-choice was 20%. Uh, So that's now up to 61%. And there's a 22% gap between the numbers of 61% pro-choice and 39% pro-life. So uh, let's just face it, that's a discouraging um, number right there, right off the bat uh, that we're looking at with this. Now, there are a lot of dynamics that we just have to be honest about with this. First of all, the nation is still trying to find its new level following the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Uh, And this is typical in an American culture. Uh, It happens in a lot of different areas. It happens consistently. When there's a major sea change that happens in a policy-related issue or something similar, uh, there always is a disruption in the norm. But then the dust starts to settle and it starts to settle back in. So we have to factor that. In fact, that's one of the things with this entire poll. I just encourage you to think about uh, as we've looked at the reversal of Roe versus Wade in June of 2022, and now uh, what some would consider the fallout of the Dobbs ruling, uh, we just have to take into account this is typically how America reacts to things. In fact, when we look at uh, some of the significant times in the in the time of this polling in which the numbers were higher for self-identified pro-choice, uh, 
2012. Let's just take that January of 2012. What's going on there? It's the beginning of uh, President Obama's second term in office and uh, coming out of a, a hard fought political battle. The uh, sort of the public relations, I guess maybe you could put it around uh, the uh, the Obama campaign and the administration was able to separate that and make that a 20 percent gap and sixty uh, percent in 2012 identified as pro-choice. Now, another high water mark was uh, for those who identified as pro-choice was in June of 2019 when that number rose to 57 percent. That's one of the highest numbers uh, again since 2009. What's happening in 2019? Well, the nation is still rebounding from the enormously contentious, uh, you know, confirmation of Justice Brett Kavanaugh. So this was the actual first. Uh, 2019 was actually the first summer in which Kavanaugh uh, was actually weighing in on court decisions. So that had a significant role with that. And then we see him shoot up to 57% in June of 2022. That stays consistent to 57% in November 2022, now high to 61% in January of 23. What's happening since uh, June of 2022? Well, it's the Dobbs decision. So that's definitely impacting this. So the, the key takeaway right now is that in the entire history of the Marist poll, uh, there's a high, higher percentage of people identifying, self-identifying as pro-choice versus pro-life. It's 61% identifying as pro-choice, 39% identifying as pro-life. So let's jump into uh, another key section of this poll. And this section is related to restrictions on abortion. Now, uh, basically what they were looking at on this is uh, asking the question from one tier of should abortion be available anytime that a woman wants one during her entire pregnancy, all the way down to abortion should never be permitted under any circumstances. Now, what they bunched these up into were basically a couple of different sections. And uh, the, the the main compilation here that seems to be uh, part of analyzing this is those Americans who think abortion should only be allowed during the first three months of pregnancy and then some sort of restrictions within that uh, versus those who think it should be completely uh, unrestricted. Now, here we go. Over Overall, uh, with all Americans responding to this survey, um, 21% think abortion should be available uh, anytime during a pregnancy. Here's what's really concerning by that. That's a 5% increase over just 2022. So in 2022, it was 16% said abortion should be completely unrestricted. That's now 21% according to this poll. Also, what we see is that in 2022, 76% of Americans thought abortion should only be legal in the first trimester, and there should be restrictions with that, uh, that's now dropped down to only 69%. So what's our key takeaway with this? Uh, from this poll, what we're seeing are fewer people uh, that are supportive of abortion restrictions only in the first three months only, and we're seeing a rise in the number of respondents on this survey, a 5% increase on those who think abortion should be completely unrestricted. So now we're going to jump into restrictions on abortion and the trend. And there's a couple of things that we see here uh, that should be uh, very concerning to us. In January of 2023, 
what we see, and this gets back to the number that we just talked about here, 69% think that at most that abortion should be uh, only within the first three months. But the number below that is uh, anytime during six months, and that is 31%. And that gap is 38% separating those two. Now, when we look at June of 2022, uh, when Dobbs uh, was first announced, the number of those who responded that abortion at most should be within the first three months, that was 62%. Uh, So the 62% who said uh, at most within the first three months uh, on restrictions, uh, now uh, that's up to 69%. But at any time over the six months, that was 37% in June of 2022. That's dropped down to 31%. The key thing, I think, on this, as we look at this, and, and you'll need to download this to look at it yourself. When you look back at May of 2009, 86% of Americans said, responding to the survey, 86% said at most restrictions should be uh, within the first three months. Um, and only 14% said uh, abortion should be available anytime over the first six months. There was a 72% gap between those who said first three months only and those who said unrestricted full six months, 72% uh, gap. That gap's down to 38% as we're here in January of 2023. Now, the reason you need to download this is if you look at this, uh, this is page four of the poll that we're going to link up on our website. When you look at this, the trending is very clear. When you go from that 85 to 14% gap down to 69% to 31% gap, and that was even narrower, of course, in, in June of last year when it was 62 to 37%. Again, what's happening in June of 2022, you have the reversal of Roe versus Wade. And let's just face it, I mean, we've got to be honest about it. When Roe's reversed, what did you have? Almost every single major uh, news media outlet in the entire nation uh, was just attacking this as the worst thing that's ever happened to women, how horrible a decision this was, so on and so forth. That does move public opinion. There's no getting around that. And we're seeing that very clearly in the polls right now. So a big question is going to be, are these temporary bounces? Or are these going to be long-term? Now, I would say by looking at this, that since we see the gap going back up from June, again, 25% gap, and it's going back up to 38%, we're starting to see that rebound already of getting back to a normalization of cultural views after we get across the line of all the hype uh, extending out and the ripples, if you want to put it that way, extending out from the Dobbs decision. Now, when we look at the... um, Do you strongly support, oppose, or strongly oppose using tax dollars to pay for abortion? 40% strongly support, 60% strongly oppose. Now, that looks really good uh, on the margin. We have a 60% versus 40% uh, that, you know, 60% oppose paying, using tax dollars to pay for abortions, 40% support. But the that's a 20% gap in 2023 but it was a 24% gap in 2021 so what we're seeing is uh, an increase we're seeing a slight uptick in uh, we're getting it's getting narrower we're getting narrower between uh, those who would say no tax dollars shouldn't be used to pay for abortions in fact looking at the poll back in January of 2015 68% strongly opposed using tax dollars that to pay for abortions now that plummeted down to looks like 
in January of 2022. It's now back up to 60%. So something to be looking at. The trending does appear that there is, uh, over time, there's growing more support for using tax dollars to pay for abortions domestically. Now, when you look at um, the question of whether tax dollars should be used to pay for abortions in other countries, 78% uh, responding to the survey opposed that 22% supported using tax dollars to pay for abortions overseas. When you look at the chart on that, that's kind of stayed pretty much consistent. I mean, it's 78% opposing it now. Um, that is down from 83% in January of 2017. Uh, but from 2017 forward to 2023, those numbers have basically stayed kind of the same in that upper seventies range. So here's the, here's the one that I'll just be honest with you. This one's just heartbreaking. As I looked at this one, you know, there's some really troubling stuff throughout all of this. There is reason for encouragement we're going to look at here. But this one, I think, should just be heartbreaking to everybody who has a heartbeat, just to be honest. I mean, when you look at this, the question is, do you support, oppose or strongly oppose abortion because the child will be born with Down syndrome? 60 percent oppose, but 40 percent strongly support aborting a child because that child has Down syndrome. I just find that to be completely heartbreaking. That's a 20% gap between the 60% who oppose and the 40% who strong, that's who strongly support. Uh, there's just a 20, 20% gap between those two. When we look at where we were at in January of 2021, that was a 47% gap. 69% opposed, only 22% supported. That's now 60% to 40%. That should just be alarming to us. Look at that number and see how this uh, port for aborting kids who have Down syndrome has risen dramatically. It's just startling. Uh, this is something that we need to circle this in red and look at it uh, because these kids with Down syndrome, um, there's less Less, less support for the sanctity of their life when you look at this type of statistic uh, that I'm looking at right here uh, from this research. So this should break our hearts and just something I want to put out there that uh, shows we have a lot of work to do to educate on the value, humanity, uh, just the joy uh, of these kids identified with Down syndrome in the womb. They should not be targets for abortion. Uh, now, as we look at the Next question on here, abortion on the basis of gender or sex. This is very interesting because remember, we just talked about 60 to 40 percent, uh, 60 percent oppose aborting a kid with Down syndrome, 40 percent strongly support the right to abort a kid with Down syndrome. But when you ask, do you support abortion or oppose abortion because of the child's gender or sex? Now, all of a sudden, 94 percent oppose 6% strongly support 94% to 6% for sex selection abortion versus 60% to 40% for kids with Down syndrome. What are we looking at here? Well, I think we're looking at, uh, you know, what's this question about? This question's about gender or sex. This is the hot topic in today's cultural discussions. It is completely unpopular within a huge portion of our culture to say anything should be, let's say, discrimination based on gender or sex. That's really what this is, discrimination on gender or sex. And yet, these in this same poll, same respondents are 
much less inclined to show that separation on discrimination based upon Down syndrome. So here is some inconsistency in thinking through as our world's looking through, uh, is it okay to discriminate in aborting a child based upon gender or sex? When 94% say, no, that's not okay. But then we just ask the question or the Maris poll asked the question, is it okay to abort a baby to discriminate against a baby because of Down syndrome? Well, 60% said it's it's not okay, but 40% said it is okay. We should be very alarmed by this. Now, here's an encouraging one that um, we should take hope in. Pregnancy resource centers have 91% support of those who responded to the survey. Only 9% strongly oppose pregnancy resource centers. I don't know who those 9% are or what they're thinking. Probably um, they have just a, a bad um, image of what a pregnancy resource center is, I would guess. Uh, but 91% strongly support pregnancy resource centers. And that's a great encouraging thing because the pregnancy resource centers frontline helping pregnant mothers with various different needs, with counseling, uh, with, with all kinds of stuff, helping not only mom, but helping baby wonderful centers. And so I hope that you are involved in supporting your pregnancy resource centers in your local community. But in this poll, they have 91% support. That's a wonderful thing. Now here's uh, the question about should doctors, nurses, or other healthcare professionals ha- who have religious objections abort? to abortion, should they be legally required to perform abortion? 77% said no, they should not be legally required uh, to perform abortions. 23% said you bet they should be forced to be legally required uh, to uh, perform abortions and be involved with those. So uh, this is actually trending positively because when we looked at the Dobbs decision in 2022, that gap was actually down to just 12%, where 53% said that, you know, they should not be legally required. But when Dobbs was announced, 41% of respondents said they should be legally required. But now that's back up to a 54% gap, 77% uh, to 23%. So uh, when you look at that, um, it, well, again, what we're seeing is a recalculation. In June of 2022, the culture was overreacting to Dobbs. In January 2023, the cultural norms are starting to drift back to uh, where it's settling to a long-term pattern. Now, when you look back at July, 2016, this act or 2016, this actually, uh, this, this surprised me because uh, only 56% said they should not legally be required. 37% said they should. So I'm not sure why that was happening in 2016, but here we are now uh, in January, 2023, 77% said uh, nurses, doctors, other health professionals should not be forced to participate in abortion. So that's a really good thing. So now just a couple other things we're going to run through really here uh, quickly here. Uh, conscience objections. Uh, do you think organizations who have religious objections to abortion should or should not be legally required to provide insurance coverage for abortions? 55% said they should not be. 45% said they should be legally required regardless of their religious objections. So uh, that has kind of stayed sort of normal uh, since that was asked in 2020. So not a lot of track record right there. It's narrowed a little bit. There's a 12-point gap in 2022. It's a 10-point gap in 2023. Uh, But this should be concerning long-term. When we see that almost half of those surveyed said that organizations that have religious objections to abortion should be required to have insurance coverage to pay for abortions. Now, that means churches. That means ministries. That means businesses that are Christian-owned. That means any organization slash business 
slash ministry. You almost have half of Americans think you should be forced to include abortion coverage. Uh, that's going to kill a human life in your healthcare plan. So that is, uh, obviously a huge issue that we're gonna have to monitor that as well. And then this last one here, we're gonna look at, um, can laws protect both moms and babies? And here's some good news because 90% said, yeah, we can have laws that protect both mom and babies. Hey, great, great idea. That's love times two. That's love for moms. That's love for babies. Let's have laws that show compassion and care for both. And let's show have laws that show protection and value for both as well. Hey, that's it for this Maris poll. I hope that you've enjoyed looking at this from a very high level. And again, I'm very interested in what your thoughts on this, what trends are you seeing? The best way for you to kind of get more information on this Go to the Love Times 2 website, love the letter X, the number 2.org. We'll have it in our blog section. We'll have a link to this uh, Marist poll so you can download it for yourself, digest it, and then send us your thoughts and questions to contact at lovetimes2.org. We'd love to hear what you're thinking about it. Uh, maybe you're looking at something completely different. You might be looking at some of this and saying, wow, Mike, you're way off base. Uh, you totally missed a point on some of this. And it could be. That very well could be. Uh, but I'm just giving you my quick look at this poll. Just down Downloaded it actually um, uh, the, the evening before recording this, ran through it very quickly, marked some things up. But I think it's significant. I think it's significant because this poll is well done. It's done in January of 23. It's a poll that's been done for quite some time, and it's a poll that gives us uh, some consistency in, in looking how the questions have been asked and help us to identify some trends. So let us know what's on your mind. If there's an episode that uh, or a topic that you would like for us to discuss on the podcast, let us know about that. And if you can contribute to helping support the Love Times 2 project, it would be deeply appreciated. Easy way to do that. You go to lovetimes2.org and uh, there's a secured giving page right there. It just takes you 30 seconds to make a gift. Uh, we really need your support for this. We have some great plans for 2023, things that we uh, really feel called to do and move forward on. And your support will make all the difference in the world in helping us to get there. So thank you for listening today. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform. Give us a review. That's always helpful. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times 2 Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.